When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, there we go. It just took a little time to sand off the rough edges from last night, from the Rams debacle in San Francisco, from the Bulls putting it on the Lakers. It was a a pretty rough rough night. Now, the good news is Chris and Amanda were in here a few minutes ago talking about the 710 Mandy Awards, which are coming up February 6th, the first annual Mandy Awards, seven-day February 6th, Quiet Canyon in uh, Montebello. We talked about where you can buy tickets, 710 awards.net we're already moving tickets chris this is already by the way you don't say first annual it's the inaugural that's right yeah so you come on uh actually here on the website on 710awards.net join us for the first annual 710 it can't be be annual until you get it a second year tommy and the funny games department will change that anyway i want to be quick i know you guys have a lot of amazing things to talk about like matthew stafford and hey matthew stafford's really hot matthew stafford you can't do it you're not allowed to do it you should do it yeah that's that's the one that's the gold one i wish i had some comeback he was he was goffy last night we have asked for everyone to buy tickets get them while you can we got a goal today like the jerry lewis telethon you guys, in mm-hmm. 30 minutes, sold 60 tickets. We've sold two tables out the door. Ryan in Laguna Beach, I believe, has one. He's thinking John about it. in Huntington Beach of Fullerton or whatever it is. 710awards.net, $25 a ticket. You can buy a table of 10, and you save 50 bucks for 200 bucks. There you go. So we've already sold, you know, going on 40 tickets already? No, this I just is... said 60 tickets. Were you so not listening? I, I just heard the, to- the, the table tour. How do you work with this guy? He wasn't listening. Well, yeah, it happens. What, what, are you thinking us. about lunch? You, no, you have known me a long time. I'm really only interested in what I have to <laughs> I know. Say. So, <laughs> just so I get this right, so we're sold out? No, we got a long way to go. But keep buying those tickets, 710awards.net. I'll be back at 1230 for an update. How are, how concerned, like on a scale of 1 to 10, your yeah. level of concern for a live Ask Slee with a, with a room full of people that have been drinking? No, I think that, that as long as I've been drinking as well, I think I feel a lot more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, kind of I, I don't even think those numbers up. he just gave are accurate because Brad Wallace, low? the Wallace firm, he just said done, just bought a table. So you, awesome. you, got, you got things kind of flying here a little bit. Love it. Absolutely love it. And thank you to everybody that has done it. Thank yeah, you. To, it'd be a fun event. By the way, it, it genuinely will be it. a fun event. We haven't really done something like this. We've done a couple events, but to have this many, um, pretty much everybody from the station involved, this is very unique. So like I said, whether you're a fan of this show, Mason in Ireland, Sedano and Cap, come hang out with us. Uh, and the way to do it is just go to 710awards.net. It's $25 a ticket. Uh, bring a friend, bring a couple of friends, come hang out with the, with the crew. Look, we needed the good news because the other news, last night the sports news, the didn't Rams watch, didn't news, watch any sports the Lakers yesterday. news, all bad. Oh, by the way, how funny is this? Okay, remember when we were talking about how uh, a few weeks ago that we mm-hmm. that Notre Dame and USC were playing, we're like, wait, that's this weekend? Yeah. Right? You guys know what's this weekend? Don't tell me. It is. SCUCLA? Yes. <laughs> that, that's on Saturday. And it's, it's like, I good. saw that this morning. I'm like, oh, that, that can't be right. not good. That can't be right. Yeah, that's taking place. At least we found out before the, the game was on. 
Uh, real quick, I'm not asking for much. Keep that music going for a quick second. We're going to go no. to a bad bowl. Mm, you could do that one We're too. We're going to lose to a team. This is what we do. Next year will be different because Chip Kelly's finally got his guys. No, it won't. They are still going to be really terrible. And then they'll fire the coach. And then they'll lose to Oregon State. And everything's the same. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. That's not what I was looking for. You know what I was looking for? You know what I, wanted, what I was really looking for? Give me a little frat dude, UCLA, trying to kind of justify what's going no, on. No, dude, they're going to a bowl this year. First time under Chip Kelly, they're going to a bowl. You don't understand. This is the first bowl game with Chip Kelly as the head coach. Now that we've turned the corner, next year. You just wait. You just wait till next year. And they'll beat somebody. You know where they should like play the game two, this weekend? You know where they should play the week game? Week four, they'll lose to Fresno or San Diego State yeah. or somebody they shouldn't lose to. And we'll be right back. They should play start. in Carson. They should play Dignity Health. <laughs> well, the Chargers and the UCLA are the exact same team. They're the exact same team. No. Yes. They both. No, UCLA they, has had success. They, when? I'm going to need you to cite your sources on this. I'm sure you can go back and find <laughs> some success. You can't do that with the Chargers. Go ahead. <laughs> Be I'm busy. my guest. <laughs> I'm yeah. busy right now. I mean, if you're talking success, have they won more games than they have? But yeah, have they about won the Rose success. Bowl. Yeah, but they haven't won a championship. They haven't, they haven't been in the mix for a championship in 50 years. <laughs> Yeah, okay. no, they're the same team. One, one's pro, one's college. But, this is what uh, should happen when your when your team starts. You know, whatever it is, USC, UCLA. If you're really performing bad, you can no longer perform at your home arena, your home stadium. Everybody <laughs> has to go to Dignity Health. <laughs> it's like the so. JV Chargers arena. this weekend should be at Dignity Health. <laughs> That's like what that happens. Idea. The problem with that is there's yeah. too many Steeler fans to fit in there. You got to put fifty thousand Steeler fans <laughs> in SoFi because you can't put fifty thousand people in Dignity Health. Oh. It's not. It's not big enough. Get All off right. my lawn. Um, the Rams last night were really bad, and I'm trying to find a silver lining, and I can't come up with it. I thought that fake field goal towards the end of the first half was a disaster. Yep. I thought that the play calling didn't make any sense at all. They ran the ball nine times. Ten technically because Matthew Stafford scrambled for one, but I'm not counting that. They ran the ball nine times for 50 yards, which, by the way, is pretty good average. They kept throwing the ball down the field. Another pick six. I get it. It wasn't quite like the other one. It was off of Higby's hands and a little bit fluky, but still a pick six. Still an interception down the middle of the field. They couldn't get off the field. There was really and, – and here's the ugly part. You ready for this? Do you know the last time the Rams beat a good team? Um, The last good team they beat was Tampa. September 26th. Yep. It's Thanksgiving in about five minutes. September 26th was the last good team because Can Seattle, I just say Russell Wilson got hurt. Yep. The three bad games that we've seen, they haven't beaten anybody good in a while. Here's what happened. The only reason why I hesitated for that long, I was reading a tweet. I think it was Francis and Glendale asked that they could bring a hoop out to the to the Mandy Awards uh-huh. so I could go 3 of 10 from the corner. Francis, I swear if they bring a hoop out there, I'm shooting 50% from three. <laughs> I'm hitting fifty percent of my jump NBA shots three. in my tux. I don't even think you could hit the in my rim tux. half the time from NBA. Do you know how far that is? Why does it have to be NBA three? Because that's where we when we this whole bit started. We were at Lakers training camp, and it was an NBA three point line. You're like there was an be- inner line inside the three point line. I think it might be the G League line. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Let's try our first phone call of the day on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Uh, let's go to Los Angeles and Chris. Chris, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, Chris. guys. Hey. Um, Thanks for calling in, bud. What's going on? What do you got? 
I just want to say, you know, at what point do we get tired of Sean McVay's excuses? Every week it's, you know, I got to do better. That's on me. You know, that's like if my son kept getting in trouble at school and kept coming back saying, hey, Dad, I'm sorry, I got to get better. No, just get better. Don't tell me you're going to get better. I think we lost Chris. I, I'm with you, Chris. I don't know how many times I've said it. I don't Chris care what cut you tell himself me. Off. I, I don't care. You can tell yeah. me whatever you want. I'm but it go sounds by good. You do. But it sounds good when somebody says that. Like not, when not he said his kid comes home, Dad. Hey. Oh, that. Hey, I got to be better. You'd probably sit there looking at your kid Bre- like, damn, that's a, that's Bre- a good line right breaking there. Breaking news: Children lie constantly about everything, and that's just what they do. Hey, did you study for that test? Yeah, yeah, did. Then why did you get a sixty-two percent? Well, you know, I, uh, you know, uh, it was cold, and I, I, my brain. Why didn't you take the trash out? <laughs> well, you know, I thought he was going to do it. He said I was going to do it, and none of us did it. But you know, uh, they, they lie. So I, I don't care what they said because here's Sean McVay. Yeah. Sean McVay's deal is this is on me. I got to do better. Put us in a better position. It's not exactly what he said last night. Everybody had a hand in this tonight, and that's where we got to look at it ourselves, look inwardly first and foremost, and then be able to move forward accordingly because I choose to believe that these last couple weeks are not who we are. Um, I refuse to believe that even though, you know what, uh, you're only as good as your last game. These last two weeks have certainly been humbling. Uh, I'm going to say this real quick. I kind of like the heat that McVay, because this is not common. No. Sean McVay doesn't get a lot of heat. And by the way, if you're out driving around 877-710-ESPN on either topic, you want to talk Los Angeles Rams football and the debacle these last couple of weeks against the Titans and uh, the San Francisco 49ers, or you want to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers getting blown out by the Chicago Bulls at Staples Center. But I kind of like that McVay's getting some heat here because so much of the time the conversation is, Sean McVay's just so brilliant. Mm -hmm. He's so amazing. He's so great. He's so this. He's so that. There's also a couple games here where you can go out of your way. I think the the right way of putting it is is, is McVay just incredibly stubborn. Is is that a good way to put it? And I, I say that because I'm I'm not saying I'm enjoying McVay getting some heat. I'm saying he deserves some heat. So it's okay to point out because there have been many times. I know you've talked about it. You're doing the show with Kirk. Whatever the case is, you guys praise one of the best coaches in the NFL. Sure. These are two straight weeks that they got outplayed, that they got outmanned, that they yep. got punched in the mouth, that they didn't show toughness, that another team took the ball, drove it right down their throat, and there was nothing anybody else can do, that there is a reflection on your coach at the same time. We were talking about the field goal, the, the fake field goal. Um, the fake field goal to end the first half was, it seemed like a desperate move. It seemed gimmicky. It was it the seemed- move of a team that didn't think they could win by just playing the game. That's what it felt like to me. It was the move of a, of a coach that needed to do something tricky to try to score some points to try to steal some points instead yeah. of just saying hey look i kicked the field goal here it's 21 to 10 we're going into the half i'm down 11 that's fine we'll, we'll be all right we can make up 11 points in the second half it was i need to score a touchdown here because i don't think i can get back in this game otherwise it was strange i, I want to go back to what you're saying about uh the stubbornness i think that a lot of times al that Lit- genius and and you know we're not talking about curing cancer we're talking about football genius sure. but the genius and innovation which Sean McVay has been really really good with is is oftentimes right next to stubborn on the personality traits that the, you the only reason you can create something that hasn't been created before or have is that you believe that this is the only way to do it my way is the best way and we have to do it like this if we're going to have success because I do know more than you 
The problem is that every once in a while, that's not the right way to do it. And in these last couple of games, it felt like they abandoned the running game very early. And and I, I just want to play this again, and I'm not going to play the whole thing. I want you to listen to the very first thing out of his mouth. Everybody had a hand in this tonight, and that's where okay. we got Everybody had a hand in this tonight. That's very un-Sean McVay-like, right? There is exactly one other time that I can remember – I'm not saying it's never happened before, but that I can remember where Sean McVay didn't do the, this is on me, I need to do a better job, I made some bad calls, I need to put us in a better position, et cetera, et cetera. And that's when, towards the end of last season, he basically threw his hands in the air with Jared Goff and said, I, our quarterback yeah, needs to play right, better. Right. Our quarterback needs to play better. We can't do that. We can't win games if our quarterback plays like that. Now, this is a long way from that, but... Everybody had a hand in this tonight. Everybody had a hand in this tonight is not, I need to do a better job. That is, everybody had a hand in this tonight. Now, he includes himself. He's not excusing himself, but that was unusual for Sean McVay to say everybody had a hand in this tonight because they did. The offense was bad. The defense was bad. Nothing looked good last night. So we'll continue the we theme because that's kind of what he's saying there. Everybody, right? He said, we'll look inward. We're going to figure this thing out, and we're going to come back freaking swinging. I promise you that these last seven games. We'll see what happens. You know what their first game is after the bye? They got a bye. By the way, what kind of taste in your mouth is that? You lose your final. You started the season off seven and one. You lose to the Titans at uh, SoFi. Then you lose, obviously, to the San Francisco 49ers. Now you have a bye. Your next game coming out of the bye at Lambeau Field against the Green Bay Packers with the best record in the NFC. Well, look, here's the cold, hard truth about where the Rams are. Their record is very good. They're 7-3, and three, and what's the Bill Parcells line? You are what your record says you are. Yeah. Okay, no better, no worse. 7-3 yep. and three is really good through 10 games. Their seven wins, exactly one of them has come against a team. You say, you know what, that's a really good team. Mm -hmm. One. The other six are against teams that are were either shorthanded like Seattle, who yeah. didn't have their quarterback, or we're talking Bears, we're talking Lions, we're talking Giants, we're talking Texans, we're talking Colts. These are not great teams that they've beaten. And you talked about how bad the 49ers were coming into that Still game. Are. And they just happened to put it on the Rams. I don't think they're they any good They put it on the Rams. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to take your phone calls when we come back, 877-710-ESPN. I'm going to go ahead and promote this one more time as well. We'll promote it during the, uh, the show as well. The 710 Mandy Awards. If you want to be a part of this exclusive event that will not be broadcasted on air, all you got to do is go to 710awards.net, 710awards.net. You want to hang out with myself, Trav, the whole crew here, of course, Mason in Ireland, of course, Sedano and Cap, everybody. It's $25 a ticket. The Mandy's. And once they sell out, that's it. You know, we won't get an opportunity, obviously, to add any more seats. Um, this won't be a Dignity Health. You know, we can't expand <laughs> anything here. 710awards.net. When we come back, we'll take some of your calls. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So we touched on this a second ago, Al. Um, our sandwich thing, I don't know what you want to call this, is I was thinking about it yesterday. 
We're doing it on Thursday, final segment of the show. Where Tell Hall- everybody what we're doing. Howlin' Ray's is going to yeah. bring in some sandwiches for us. Which is a fantastic, Great fantastic sandwich. spot. Yep. It is a ter- terrific sandwich, and I've enjoyed it every time I've had it. And I would be incredibly enthusiastic to have a Howlin' Ray's sandwich sure. if you hadn't said, you know what we should do? Yep. We should have the hottest thing that they make sure. and see what happens. Yep. Because I've had medium... And it nearly killed me. Yeah. It was delicious, but it was really spicy. There yeah. are three levels above that yeah. before you get to Howlin' that you want to do. This is this is the equivalent of you saying, hey, Trev, you know what we should do? Yep. Final segment of the show on Thursday, we'll both bring in hammers. Uh-huh. We'll put them on the desk here. We're going to hit your hammer as hard, or your thumb as hard as you can yep. with that hammer. And let's yeah. see if we can do a segment in agony. Let me tell Why you Why did you suggest this? First off, let me just say it's a stupid idea. It's not a good idea. And uh, the fact that you agree to it is what, so it's my fault. <laughs> that's it's not your fault, but that's what kind of threw me off when you. There was a moment there where you're like, "All right, let's do it," and it just kind of went quiet. I'm like, "Well, what are we doing exactly? Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> Who's bringing the milk? Who's bringing the rice? Who's bringing? I'll bring. What, what do you need? What, just anything that will okay, quench that inferno. Yeah. That's I'll actually be have to. Mouth. I'll have to research what we need to bring. Like, what will help? Yogurt, milk, rice yep. are the things that I know. Like, water's yep. a really bad idea. Flaming <laughs> hot Doritos. <laughs> That's gonna feel like an ice cube after feel eating like nothing. this thing. <laughs> feel like nothing. Okay, it's quick shout deal. out here. 710awards.net. Yeah. If you're just tuning in right now, we got the 710 Mandy Awards. It's not until it's a week, the Sunday before the Super Bowl. Um, if you want to buy tickets, it's $25 a piece. So, obviously, very reasonable here. Very reasonable here. It's a great uh, The price event for a is night Sunday, out. February 6th. It will be from, let's see, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. is cocktails and dinner. 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. is the actual event. Um, so if you want to be a part of the show, let, let's just be very frank here. It's not going to be on radio. Nope. If you're a fan of any of these shows, uh, 710awards.net, $25. You could also buy a table. We've already had three people that have bought tables, so we appreciate you guys um, coming to uh, want to hang out with us. Yeah, and it, it's going to be fun. It's not going to be broadcast like you mentioned. It's yeah. going to be a night out, and yeah. we're going to hang out a little bit. We're going to tell stories, and, and you, as you do, you left off the best part. Mm-hmm. Let me just reset the table here. Yep. There's going to be its party, right? It's We're getting ready for Super Week. Everybody's having a pretty good time. We're going to have a few drinks. Yep. We're going to be ready to go. We'll be breaking down the X's it, and O's nope, of the Lakers on February 6th. What, let's what, see, who do the Lakers play do. February 5th? Give me just one second what here. What we are going to do yep. is a live action version of Ask Slee, which I couldn't be more excited about. There's going to be Ask Slee uh, t-shirts. I think I got it. I think I got it. February fifth, uh-huh. which is a Saturday, uh-huh. Lakers play the Knicks. Yeah, not really so we'll play post game sound. <laughs> should the we'll Lakers really... have kept Julius Randle? Now that Julius is in New York, we'll have a they microphone have passing it around. <laughs> really get into the weeds. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, hi. This is uh, John De Fullerton from Huntington Beach. Uh, hashtag asks Lee. When you go out to dinner. <laughs> I cannot wait for this to be live and in person. Thank you to everybody that has bought a ticket already. Go get a ticket. If you haven't done it right now, go get a ticket. 710awards.net. Okay, we got a lot of callers. Let's do it. want to voice their opinion on the Los Angeles Rams and the the Los Angeles Lakers. So we're going to let you guys uh, give us your thoughts on what happened last night. Let's start with Clarence in Whittier. Clarence, you're up first. You're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, Trav. Actually, first things first, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen on Thursday with this Howling Racing. I've had the medium. And I'm not, I'm not a big spicy guy. I'm sweating bullets. So I hope this thing's on social media because 
I would love to see the uncomfortableness that you're going to have on well, Thursday. Well, okay, hold on, Clarence. Clarence. Here's the great thing is, so if we do it early enough, we still have like seven, eight minutes of the show left. And the the idea and the concept originally was we have to try to get through the show and just keep talking to each well, other. Okay, that, that's the yeah. idea. And stay there, Clarence. We're going to get to talk about the Lakers in a second. But, Emily, you need to have a plan in place for somebody to talk no, to again that someone we're gonna is have, incapacitated. There's, <laughs> Whoever's our board op will yeah. be the only one not eating a chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he will be able to you know no we are not copying out we have to talk we have no choice there even if we can't get a silence alarm yeah we'll, we'll just play the loop for the uh the award show clarence what's up what else is going on so i was at the game last night and i'm the thing that i'm i'm really worried about this team is the and ad's trying to show this right now is the ability of, of taking accountability for what's going on out there we go on these really horrible scoring droughts the other team is on fuego we try to come back we don't run plays they jack up threes. We miss them. We're down by 22 in a blink of an eye. So at what point do we say, Frank Vogel, what's your adjustment? Team, what's your adjustment? Because we don't make any. So I'm worried about that moving forward. Clarence, appreciate you calling in. I got, I got a stat here I'm going to throw Clarence. Um, so yesterday I'm doing the postgame show, a couple TVs and uh, up uh, above me. And I'm looking on Spectrum. I'm like, wait a minute, what is that? Lakers losing the third quarter. So this is actually perfect to what Clarence is talking about. What, what kind of adjustments do you make as a game progresses? Mm-hmm. Are you making enough adjustments? The Lakers coming out in the third quarter. Let me list these for you. Against the Timberwolves, they were minus 28 in the third quarter. That was a game that was 40 to 12 in the third quarter on Friday night. Against the Thunder, this was a couple weeks ago, minus 18, third quarter. Trailblazers, minus 16. Suns, minus 14. Yesterday, <laughs> the Bulls, minus 12, 37 to 25. Oof. And against the Spurs, minus 11. Lakers have only played 15 games. I just listed out six games for you, what happens in the third quarter. So I think yeah. there's something to what Clarence's, Clarence's point there. Lakers don't adjust. Or if um, well, if the idea and the concept option. is if the idea and the concept is you come out in the third quarter and you're not as fresh as some of the other teams out there, you're not, you're, you, you didn't really make any adjustments in that third quarter, that's glaring to me. It really is. There are three options as to why this is happening, all of them bad. Option number one is the coach isn't making any adjustments. I almost dismiss that as a possibility because, look, Frank, I'm not saying he's incapable of making mistakes, but he's an NBA coach. He knows he's an NBA championship winning coach. He's had success in a variety of different players. Frank Vogel knows what he's doing. So the idea that all of a sudden he's just not making adjustments or making all the wrong ones seems unlikely to me. Option number two. They're incapable of executing the adjustments for physical reasons, whether with age, fatigue, you know, lack of understanding, whatever it might be. That one might be the best option, which because, okay, maybe you can freshen up the legs. Maybe you can find a way to understand the schematics of it better. The third option could be they're just not doing it. They're just choosing to, to ignore whatever adjustments are being offered because they just don't want to do it. Options one and three are really bad options. Two isn't great. It's a little bit better because, look, the, the scariest part of this for me isn't okay. just that they're 500. The scariest part to me is that this is the exact same team they were 15 games ago. It hasn't improved at all. It's it, not the same exact team. It, LeBron's missed nine games. It's I, not the same team. But when LeBron was here, Al, you make it sound like they were winning every night. They weren't. They were they, pretty average with LeBron, too. They weren't, but you played a few games with him, and then he tried I, I, coming I back, and My then point he's is, the, the, the fit yep. is no better. The, 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 the leadership is no better. The, the LeBron will provide leadership. There's no question about that. But this team... There's is, no flow, there's, there's, and I think that's the thing. They do I, the same thing every night. There's no flow. We're watching Chicago last night. There was... It was a flow. 
there was a the ball is moving. There was you didn't know where it was going to come from. Is it coming from Demar? Is it coming from Levine? Is Lonzo going to hit seven to ten threes? You really have no idea where it's coming from. Right, let me squeeze in squeeze in another quick call here. What do you want to do? You want to do Rams or Lakers? Let's do Steve in La Habra. Steve, you're on with uh, Travis and Slee. What's up, Steve? Hey guys, you know uh, you guys both touched on what I uh, was going to talk about. That's McVay's stubbornness. You know the the passing game isn't working. It hasn't worked the last couple of weeks, and he refuses to run the ball. I understand. You don't have Todd Gurley back there, um, you know, to, to, to have run the ball. Also, the defense, they were just running it down the, the, the defense. I mean, why don't they, you know, change the defense? And also, the biggest thing I had yesterday was, why was Matthew Stafford in the game with like three, four minutes Great left? Question. There, there was a, um, there, there was a uh, personal foul where he got hit low. I mean, that could have ruined ended the season right there if he gets hit to the knee, and then he gets sacked right after. The game was over in the middle of the third quarter. Yeah, I, you know, you bring up some good points, Steve. I, I'm with you on the what was Matthew Stafford doing out there. I think it was Brian Greasy that mentioned it at one point towards the end of the game. They said, you know, I would not have him out there. Um, coaches are incredibly reluctant to pull guys out of games. It's 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 a bad look um, for, for a variety of different reasons. Look, you mentioned the defense, and why don't you make defensive adjustments? Last night was really the first night where the defense got it handed to them. Hmm. The, the the defense gives up a lot of yardage. The defense gives up some big plays. They don't give up a lot of points. But statistically speaking, there's a top five defense going into last night. They buckle so, down too when so, the field gets shorter. Yeah, right? I, I, I'm I'm willing to chalk up the defensive ineptitude last night to just a bad night. Okay, and then you got a new player in there in Von Miller, and you're kind of it, it was a bad night. It's a bad matchup with San Francisco. The rest of it, though, I don't think you can just say it was a bad night. The, the rest of it is a little bit, for the first time since the Rams have started the season, I'm a little bit worried. It's not it's not the end of the line, but it, it went from a one or a two worry to a five or a six. There's, there's some real stuff there. Fact or cap is coming up next. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection for, like, rookie, Slee, comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Fact or cap next. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You were promised a major announcement this morning at 10.30, and you got it. The 710 Mandy Awards, 
They are going down February 6th at Quiet Cannon in Montebello, and you can buy your tickets starting today. Here's how you do it. 710awards.net. 710awards.net. 25 bucks for a ticket. You can buy a whole table of 10 for 200 bucks. That's going to save you $50, and we're going to have a good time, Slee. You and I, we're going to get dressed up. We're going to do a live Ask Slee. There's going to be Ask Slee t-shirts. We're going to have some cocktails. It's not on the radio, so we're going to just we're going to let our hair down a little bit. Maybe not you and, and no me. No one can because, actually bring you know, their cell phones in. There'll be no video like a Derek taken. Jeter event? There'll Leave your no cell phone in the basket taken. by the front door? No no video recording devices it's like you're walking allowed. into the American embassy. Yeah. It's like nothing. We get, you can vote on all the shows, yep. your awards, all of this stuff. So make sure that you go buy your ticket today, 710awards.net. Can I? Uh, 25 bucks a piece. Can I ask you a favor? Time. You know how you've tried to sell things before yeah. and you do like the infomercial? How would you do an infomercial for this? <laughs> You're putting me on the spot a little well, bit. Well, we've done, because remember, we've done the picks as well. Yeah. Right? You've done the picks, and then all of a sudden, you just go into a different way. You have to do it right now. But at some point, I'd love you to get into that frame of mind and just take it from there. Sunday, to- Sunday, Sunday, February 6th, 2022, the Sunday before the Super Bowl, Quiet Cannon and Montebello, all of your favorite 710 stars. There's Alan Sliwa. There's Travis Rogers. There's Steve Mason. There's John Ireland, Scott Kaplan, George Sedano, all of your favorite people, hosted by none other than Super Bowl champion Keyshawn Johnson. Get your tickets right now, 710awards.net, $25. Save $50 if you buy a table full of 10. Do it now. How about that? Wow. So you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta kind of get in the right spot. That was a combination of incredibly My heart is aggressive. Really fast right now. I think I'm gonna have a heart attack. You're breathing hard. You're breathing hard right now. <laughs> well, I didn't breathe for 30 seconds while I was shouting. Bob. It's pretty good. I got abilities. I got abilities. Little fact or cap. And. Make sure you go to him first. I need to catch my breath. Yeah, give him. Uh, <laughs> I'll buy time. What is it? Eleven thirty-three. Eleven forty. I'll throw it to you. I was gonna say. Cool. <laughs> gonna, that was very impressive, and also uh, you could very do a, a live factor cap if you wanted to at, at, at this uh, event. It'd be there great. you go. So yesterday I was here. Uh, the Mason and Ireland crew was doing a mega cast from uh, the conference room, and John Ireland gave up very early on the Rams. First first drive, he was like, "All right, I'm gonna get all my bets on the 49ers. Everyone else go there." So. Uh, you have to give your team at least until half before you give up on a game. Alan, is this Patrick Cap? Um, oh, no question about it. That's fact. Um, it, it's fact. And by the way, listen to John on the broadcast. Oh, he will ride it out with the Lakers until it's pretty much over. So um, it's it's definitely fact for me. Listen, you can walk into a half and you could say this is awful basketball. And we've seen that with the Lakers. And unfortunately, the third quarter has actually not been positive for the Lakers. But give them a half, no matter what. Whether it's the Lakers, you're watching your Dodgers. Give them half the game to kind of consider whether you think it's being buried or not. I know there's some kind of circumstances, how they play and everything else. But I, I, I say a half is, I'll buy that. Uh, no, there's, sometimes you can just tell. Sometimes the writing is on the wall very, very early. And last night with the Rams, the writing was on the wall very, very early. That when they threw that interception on the opening drive, that was a that's a really bad way to start the game. Yeah. Like just a really and then as San Francisco drove it down their throats, what is it, a ninety three yard touchdown drive? Yep. I think at that point took yep. over eleven minutes. Yep. And the Rams had no answers. Half half it, the game. It, it was it, well. There was basically a quarter. Okay, of the if game it was twenty one ten, they kick a field goal. Is it over? It's not over, but you don't it, feel good. But it's not over. It was pretty much over. When last did Bellinger night. hit the three run homer? Eighth, Eighth inning. inning. Yeah, I mean that felt over too. It felt over, look, but I, you, you like, got time. There are examples of where teams come back where it feels like it's dead. But I'm what saying, I'm saying is half way through the game is not enough turn? to throw in the towel. <laughs> You're right. Go no, ahead. no, 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 no. 
I just I, jumped all my, over you. My favorite Jesus, part, Al. My favorite part. Let him go. Is when I do it, is you like you realize? Like, oh yeah, I am doing that. Yeah. I'm just no. I look. There are times. Last night, about halfway through the second quarter with the Lakers, you're like, uh oh. Last night, about halfway through the first quarter with the Rams, there was, uh oh, yeah, I'll, I'll bounce, like sleep and getting out before the traffic. I'm a good fan. I'm also a pretty smart fan. The Sometimes problem, I'm going to jump. The problem with the Lakers is once again in that third quarter, it's going the other way. So if Ugh. you had any confidence, it's it's falling on the other no side. No doubt. Speaking of uh, bad days from both LA teams, if you had to do a press conference after every bad day, every bad day on this show, you could do it. Travis, factor cap. Could I do? I could do it. I wouldn't want to do it. So I guess it's fact. Um, I've always thought this is pretty funny. Yeah. That if you had any, let's say you're an insurance salesman, mm-hmm. okay, and at the end of the day you lock the door on your Allstate office and you're walking to your car, but before you get into the car, there's ten people going. You know that Johnson policy there that you sold to uh, that family of two? That's all wrong. Why did you do that? And what's up with the Jones family over here? Do they really need that sort of auto? <laughs> like just getting constantly questioned about everything you do every single day. There's it's no surprise that the athletes and the coaches have absolutely no time for us. That with no time to decompress, we're picking the bones of yeah. what just happened. That would be incredibly frustrating. I would hate that. So I can do it definitely. And a lot of this, it's just uh, I'm going to point the finger. You know what I mean? So I'm going to come in here. They start interviewing me. Hey Al, what'd you think of uh, you know this uh, this morning show? Um, well, I think I thought Trav could have been better. <laughs> You know, I, I think sometimes a guy doesn't come in with the right frame of mind. A couple different times when I thought we should have talked through things, he went out to go get a cup of coffee. Um, so we could definitely be better, me included, but mostly him. And then I, you know, continue. And then another question comes in, and I got all these journalists under on on payroll too, so they know the type of question to ask. I kind of walk away looking like, wow, Al really's got his stuff together. So, so you're, Trav's got to pick it up. You're the I did my job guy. Hey, what about the show today? I don't know. I did my job. You can go ask him about his. I don't. I didn't throw those interceptions. I'm not the one that botched that. He said I jumped when he was talking. Well, maybe you should have had a better point. Maybe you should have had something better to say. (laughs) Absolutely, it's good teamwork. By the way, we sold. uh, We're already at 100 tickets. 100 tickets sold. So we hit the the hundred mark right there. Uh, We we got to get to. I I don't think it's at what time is it right now. It is 11:38. Can we by 12:30 get to 200? I don't think that's too I much don't to think ask it's for. Asking too much. 7:10. Somebody out there that's got nine friends that likes talking sports, likes hanging out, likes having some drinks, likes getting to know new people. Go buy a table. 710awards.net. 710awards.net. By the way, it's not like there's an endless supply of tickets here. So once they're gone, they're gone. Yep. Yep. All right, so as I was leaving the show yesterday after the post-game show for the Rams, I saw some ticket – it's not ticket prices, but the parking prices around uh, – Staples Center? Staples Center. Yep. Not great. Yep. So parking is the most annoyingly inflated price. Alan, factor cap. This is fact. I, I, this is a message to everyone here in downtown Los Angeles. God, do me a favor with these signs. Inglewood, too. Okay? <laughs> God, do me a favor with these signs. You can't put $5 – and then in small $5 parking, and then in small little letters, every 15 minutes. <laughs> what do you mean every 15 minutes? Yeah, well. I just parked my car. Oh, we know you parked your car. And we also know that you don't feel like backing out because there's a car behind you as well. So you're going to sit here, you know what, right here. And that $5, now I'm running. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I need to do. All of a sudden, 25 minutes becomes the most stressful 25 minutes of my life because now I'm up to 10 bucks. If I take any longer, I'm up to 25 bucks. Just tell me what the price is. Well, tell the, me it's 20 bucks. They've got that trick. And the other trick is um, $6 all day. 
And then in below it says, if you're in between 10.45 and 11.15, you have to pull in in that little half-hour window to get it done. It, it, it is capped. It's on the top two or three for sure, but the place that you get stuck with the most outrageous markups yeah. is the airport. <laughs> that every I, I understand the price points are a little different. That but parking, don't I know the the I, the parking prices? I'd rather know, know. I'd rather know I'm getting screwed than find out later that I got <laughs> but screwed. That's your, how many times have you pulled in and they've done the every 15 minutes trick on you? After the first one, it's kind of a sleeva problem. I have a lot of faith. <laughs> I have a lot of faith that they're, they're going to change you know their what? game plan. You know what? That's true about you. I he just he just revealed and not revealed. That's the wrong word. You just. Um, exactly pinpointed your outlook on life and it's a very positive outlook but i think it's ultimately that you are you have faith that people are going to do the right thing that they're telling you the truth like if i assume if your mouth is moving i assume you're lying to me <laughs> if, if, if 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 you tell me moving, if you tell me that you're going to get something done i assume i'm going to have to do it myself that you're like well he said he was going to be here at 7 30 he said he'd bring the beer I'm expecting he's going to be here at 8.15 with no beer. And the beer is going to be warm. <laughs> hey, I'd even take that. At least there's beer at that point. You're a very positive guy, Al. I'm going to try to steal a little bit of that along the way. All right. Um, the Lakers have a third quarter problem, like you mentioned. Yep. The Lakers have a whole bunch of things that are not going there well. But is there... And it looks like they have LeBron James coming back on Friday I was as well. just going to say, there, there may be a little help a little sooner than later, which is very good news. Or... Is it? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Is it a problem that I'm still out of breath? That I'm still no, like, I got in tired. through the nose, out through the mouth? I'm still struggling to Is it a problem <laughs> that I it? played pickup basketball on Saturday and I'm still sore? My left leg is still like, hey, let's let's take another week and a half off. Okay. I, you're, <laughs> By the way, I saw... I saw Clinton Yates yesterday at uh, the at the game, mm-hmm. and Clinton just came to me. And he's like, um, but basically, he's like, uh, he heard the part about us playing pickup basketball. Uh-huh. He's just laughing. He's like, really, was it that bad? I'm like, Clinton, all of us, we should have just canceled the game. Like everyone should have made eye contact and said, "Listen, we appreciate the effort." Everyone out of the gym. People upstairs were probably watching. Like, what are these clowns doing down here? I don't want to watch this. <laughs> Can somebody clear the court, please? Never mind. The winner stays on. Both of you guys need. Someone's to get out on of here. a treadmill. And it's like this is disgusting. It's getting in the way of my workout. So I played golf for the first time in a couple of months on um, Sunday because I didn't have a Rams game. Right. So yeah. I uh, got together with some friends and. How early do you go out on a Sunday? We I think we started seven thirty. It was it was perfect. We were, it was it was a, it was a great day. I had a fantastic time. But I hadn't played in a few months. I you know you know this. I, I play golf pretty regularly, and it's not a big deal, right? Damn good you go golfer. Out there and you play, and it's it's good. Well, I hadn't done it, and so at least you were playing basketball. I woke up Monday morning. I could barely walk from playing golf, Al. And I didn't no, I didn't walk the course. I rode in a cart. All I did was get in and out of the cart and swing the golf club, and I feel like somebody That's beat awesome. me with That's, baseball bats. That is the greatest part is that <laughs> it's not even as if you 
walked 18 holes I, I we rode the cart i had a couple of beers i had a cocktail on the course it was uh it was not strenuously um challenging and yet i was still so we know where trav is so we lost him at hole seven <laughs> he's laying time. down in the bunker had a great time all right so uh here's one this is from hector in san diego talking about our 710 mandy awards which is coming up february 6 2022 you can buy your tickets at 710awards.net they're 25 bucks a piece you'll come out and you will have a great time includes dinner by the way yep. um Keyshawn Johnson and Chris Morales will be hosting this thing, and uh, you can hang out with all of us. All you got to do is go to 710awards.net. Hector, who I mentioned, wrote, yeah. are we sure that Trav is in charge of catering? I want to have a hot dog as an appetizer prior to the assortment of tacos. Mm. Uh, hashtag Mandy Awards. Also, Taco Man and Hot Dog Man would if be If they ideal. did this, if they said, I'm not kidding here, no BS here. If they said, hey, Trav, listen, um, we want you to take care of the food portion mm-hmm. of this. Let's go. Uh, you kind of figure out what to do, what you think is what what you think our listeners will enjoy, what they'll like, and kind of you know keep in mind um, uh, what people are into and what they're not into. Yeah. I think you would demolish it. I would. I, I'm not even being. I would absolutely yeah, nail would. that. I would nail the cocktail portion of it. I would nail the beer and wine portion of it. I would nail the appetizer portion, the main course. Your lane, bro. I I know I know what I'm doing. And by the way. If you throw a party and you have a taco guy, everybody leaves happy. It's not super hard. If you've got more than 10 or 12 people, and this is going to be a relatively good size event, right? We're talking upwards of 1,000 people. 60,000 people. Right? <laughs> the taco guys. You need multiple. You can't even have one taco guy with that yep. many people. But, you know, it's like strategic taco guys throughout the, the place. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic. That's Still one of my favorite stories is uh, when you had an agreement or you asked the taco guy, hey, how long are you going to be here for? All night was the response. All does in in the history of humankind has the phrase "all night" mean I'll be here for another hour? Never, and especially if they. This tell is you, why you don't trust people. <laughs> it's because of situations like that. It was you lose the faith. It was five o'clock. Hey, how long are you gonna be here tonight? I'm gonna be here all night. He was gone at six. What the, that? How how was that all? If he night? left at eight, then I would say, hey, look, he was there for three hours. You know, nope. by eight o'clock, that's the better. dude left at six. All night means until the last person is done eating, he's there. Maybe he ran out. Maybe he ran out of food. Then he's a bad taco guy because this was a big no party. This was this had like fifty people. You can't run out of food in an hour. That's insane. Anyway, this is making me upset all over again. LeBron is thought to be back any minute now. Yeah, Roche right? put out a tweet that um, there's growing confidence that he'll come back on Friday. Lakers got the Bucks tomorrow in Milwaukee. It's the start of a five-game road trip. 4.30 is tip-off. They play on Friday night against the Boston Celtics, and Woj put out a tweet that um, there's growing confidence that that's when he'll make his return. He's missed nine tomorrow. He'll, miss, he'll have missed ten games, which is a lot. You know, yeah. So ten out of sixteen—that's a two thirds, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's not insignificant, and his return will help a great deal. He's a LeBron James, and he's still a phenomenal player. He's still one of the four or five, however you want to categorize. He's one of those guys. He's one of the handful of those guys that exist in the league. My concern is is that Laker fans, and, may, and, and even more troubling, maybe Laker players – or like, look, once LeBron comes back, everything's going to be cool. He'll, 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 the, the, every, the smooth off the edges. He can handle the ball. It means less time for Russ. That means, you know, LeBron's going to get points. LeBron's going to run the offense. LeBron just sees the whole floor. Everything's settled. And, and I believe all of those things are true. But this is not just one issue that the Lakers have. There's a whole bunch of things. And while I would never wanted to be wrong about something as much as on what I'm about to say, I think if we're counting on LeBron to be here as often as he's not here, it's a mistake. He's he's at a point in his career where he's going to miss time. 
We've already seen it. Like you just said, he's missed 10 of 16. He's going to miss time, and that's just the reality of it, and that's okay because you need to just get in the playoffs, and then you don't miss time. But this idea that once LeBron comes back, yeah, the temperature comes down and everybody feels a little better, it'll be better, but I don't know if it'll be good. You know the problem is from the Lakers, from the get-go, I I think in preseason, Trev, I I don't like this. I don't like the conversation of, oh, well, it's just preseason. It's not a big deal. Oh, well, it's just the beginning of the season. It's not a big deal. Oh, well, uh, LeBron's not there. It's not a big deal. Keep doing that. You know, I I think there are – I understand how significant LeBron James is to the Lakers. Nobody's questioning that. And I think it's a fair point that you're mentioning. Listen, he missed um, big parts of the end of last year. He's already missed nine of – you know, after tomorrow will be 10 of the first 16 games, that just thinking the light is just going to switch on, we're just going to turn the switch, you can't play like that. You can't live your life like that, right? You can't You can't walk into every single game from the Lakers' perspective, oh, we're fine, oh, we're fine. I know they're built for the playoffs. Of course they are. That's At the end of the day, the ultimate goal is you're trying to compete for championship number 18. But the way they approach each one of these games, when it's Anthony Davis saying, oh, we got to show more effort, when it's Dwight calling them out after that loss of the Portland Trailblazers, when you're, um, you lose a, a quarter at Staples Center 40-12 to 12 against the Minnesota Timberwolves, when the Chicago Bulls run you out of Staples Center last night, it's not like the Lakers are losing you know, these really close games and they're good battles and you're looking at and they're saying, but it's good basketball. Well. They're, they're not, not playing, playing well. well. But I don't even know what... I. I when you say they're not playing well, I I don't. There hasn't really been a time this year that I could sit back and say that is really good basketball. You were giving the Rams a lot of you know run here to start off the show, sure, because they deserve it the last two weeks, right? But I think there was also times where you could look at the Rams and say that's good football, sure. That's you know what what they're doing here that that was one full game of great football. Or this team is so bad, but you know what the Rams made butts. them look even worse than they really are. I haven't felt that with the Lakers. So is LeBron going to come back on Friday and all of a sudden everything is fine and there's going to be no issues? And there's, uh, I could see where there's some hesitation there to say, LeBron ain't just going to come in and all of a sudden you're going to start being everybody. 877-710-ESPN. If you want to talk about the Lakers, we can talk about the Rams as well. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Okay, so the question is, how do you slow down the Sean McVay offense? There's a pretty clear answer, and we've seen it two weeks in a row. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.